0: I'm Mark. I'm Lisa. And we are Living Living Through through the the Getting getting There. there. Okay, so for this week's episode, here's what we're going to do. It's going to require a little bit of homework on the listener's part.
1: But it's easy and well worth it. Right,
0: and fun. True. So you may notice, or you may remember, we put a post out a while back this would have been for episode 3
1: when we were numbering them Right, we learned our list
0: episode 3 episode episode 3 was actually recorded as episode Mm 4 and we explained that we had an issue with episode 3 because we were trying to obtain licensing agreement to use a song a really in good song that it. episode. And so, I don't know
1: if it's a very well-known song because, well, not that I know um, the be-all and end-all of these songs, but
0: you're probably it's not. kind of
1: obscure, isn't it? Isn't it well, I mean, song? if you're a
0: fan of the group, you you probably know it. Yeah. So, the song in question and when we made the post about it i don't think we yeah we didn't we didn't uh announce what the song was or who the artist was because we wanted we were still hoping that we could get the the uh licensing agreement to use it Mm -hmm. so after many many well i'll say probably months now
1: yeah it has been uh
0: we finally got the answers that we were looking for however the solution was a bit too costly for our budget which is basically zero
1: right so they didn't seem to care right um they didn't have sympathy
0: right no they didn't but it was a learning process yeah and so So the original idea was to release the episode using uh segments of the song Mm mm-hmm and then playing segments of that song and commentary following the playing of that segment on the lyrics of the song. Okay? That was the format originally as it was recorded. Correct. So but. what here's what has to happen.
1: Go get your tape recorders.
0: So we're gonna we're going to release the episode Sans the audio clips of the actual song because we did not obtain licensing to use them.
1: We don't need to be sued.
0: No. And we want to do things proper. So,
1: Because we want to be upright.
0: That's correct. Our walk. Yes. So, in this process, I inquired as to if I would be able to just recite the lyrics in the episode without playing the music, the song content, and was informed that no, that would still be a violation violation of the sinking rights. So it couldn't do that either. So this is where the listener comes in. That's you. Correct. What you will need to do is find a copy of the song Bleed to Love Her written by Lindsay Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac. I
1: wonder if we're allowed to post a link on the website.
0: Well, we're going to go ahead and do that. I don't see why not. I mean, people post links all the time and and it would just be taking them to his song and if they really like it, they could download it and purchase mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Which would help the artist out.
1: So you'll find the post So the link to the to the well, you can on all of our formats. Like well, the Facebook you,
0: really, I our don't our even page. know if we need to do that. If you, you, you can go to your listening format, however you choose to listen to music. Search, bleed to love her. But don't we want it to be Fleetwood that particular Mac.
1: version? Well,
0: if you're listening just for the lyrics, that's you could you could go find any version. The version we used was from the lindsey buckingham solo anthology uh release mm-hmm. it was a live version okay so the song also appears on uh if i would use that version from the solo anthology lindsey buckingham solo anthology bleed to love her mm-hmm. or i would use the version released on uh fleetwood Mac's the dance right okay uh, but the commentary was done using the, uh, live version from the solo Lindsay Buckingham solo anthology right. release. We okay. We can also tag Lindsey Buckingham so,
1: and then he'll feel so bad now, for these Now we got like that this, this, under this.
0: Yeah. Thing. Maybe he will hear it sometime be like, golly gee, what's wrong with those publishers? Er, I'm
1: going to give them...
0: The something. right and the the thing is finding out. I found out that the song uh, licensing uh, and publishing rights are actually so one group owns seventy five percent, another twenty five percent. Plus, we would have had to obtain the mastering mastering permission, which is the actual holding of the recording, to actually be able to use it. So, uh, that was very, well, I'm not going to say it's very costly. We're not talking like thousands of dollars, but we're talking like in the hundreds of dollars and we just can't, it's not in the budget. So the the old living through the getting there podcast, uh, has not awarded us a budget to be able to, uh, afford such an endeavor. Right. At the moment. Right. So the
1: power the, the powers that be at living through the getting there?
0: Yes. In the other words. Ups. Yeah. In other words, it's costing us money to make this. But that's all right. It's for the edification of the L T T G T community. Community. So that being said, here's your job. So once you we begin the episode. Uh, you will hear us speaking, and we might say something, okay, now we'll play another uh, segment. And that would be your cue to uh, listen further in.
1: We'll walk you through it.
0: Right, because we have to do some editing of the original recording, because in the original recording we listen to it, I recite the lyrics, and then we talk about it. What I had to do is go back and remove the played song and the spoken lyric to avoid uh, licensing infringement. Right. So uh, you can follow along at those moments best that you can, or you could uh, uh, have a printed copy of the lyrics. That's true. And uh, I think with the commentary afterwards, you'll be able to uh, pick up on, you know, roughly where in the song that we are talking about. Right. And it is worthwhile just listening to the song with the uh, idea of the influence of the song and what that it had on me as I uh, re-listened to it after hearing... Uh, a, devo- a devotional that I was doing, so that'll all be explained. So, without further ado, let's dive into episode three. episode three, the missing episode, which will appear as episode fourteen on fourteen. the website wow. as oh, right. released. Oh, wow. cool. How about that? How about that? So, ladies and gentlemen. The Missing Episode. Episode 3. Bye. Bye. I stole your line this time. You did. Okay. Here it goes. I'm Mark.
1: And I'm Lisa.
0: And we are Living Living Through Through the the Getting getting There. there. Episode number 3 of our podcast. So Lisa, this week is going to be a little bit different. How so? Well... It came from my head. True. And that's a little bit different. True. Than our last two.
1: I see you have notes.
0: And you're not supposed to divulge that.
1: Oh. Why?
0: Because all these brilliant things come off the top of my head.
1: Oh. A lot of times they do. (gasps) Jeez. A lot of times they do. All right. Most of the time they do. But you've been outed this time. This
0: is the first time I've had notes. You're right. It is true. But anyways, so, and I don't have a lot of notes.
1: No. Just a couple bullet points. Yeah.
0: Just to help me remember things. Anyways, so the other difference in this one is going to be we are going to incorporate some audio aids. You've heard of visual aids? Yeah. That help you? Well, we're going to have audio aids. Audio aids. Yes, throughout the podcast to help with today's topic. So let's get into it.
1: Okay. What are we talking so, about?
0: In the morning times when I'm driving, I have some time, and I like to do a little uh, devotional. Mm-hmm. And this one is going through the Psalms. Nice. And this one was Psalm eighty-six. Uh huh. Particular verse that this stems from is, among the gods, there is none like you, Lord no deeds can compare with yours and that's psalm 86 verse 8 good one. so in the commentary section of the audio devo i listen to while i'm driving mm-hmm. the pastor whose name is sandy adams was talking about this and he was relating well what he was doing was mentioning Different gods of different religions Mm -hmm. and some of their attributes. Okay. So, for instance, uh, Allah, the God of the Muslim faith, is a God that does not look uh, to show mercy, but judgment. Okay. Okay. Buddhists, in the Buddhist religion, he was saying that sinners are basically, um, uh, reincarnated as snails or slugs. And basically, um, that faith offers a sort of an eternity of, um,
1: being recycled
0: sort of. And then, uh, Hinduism has Mm -hmm. a pantheon of gods, Mm -hmm. which is multiple gods, right? Numbering in maybe even a thousands, but hundreds, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think they say anything is God.
0: Many, many of them are vicious gods that feed on man's blood.
1: Oh, I did not know that.
0: And here's the key part. Okay. Then he says, only one God bleeds for his people. Only Jesus bled and died. Right. Right, Mm -hmm. in our place, to cover for our sins, right? To forgive. About it was all about forgiveness, right? Correct. And he longs for the restoration of his church. Yes, he refers to often in Scripture the church. As being his bride. Right. Correct? Yes. So as I was driving along and Mm -hmm. listening to this, that that struck me. Yeah. I mean, I always, you know, considered the blood to be a very powerful thing. Right. And the blood of God in particular Mm -hmm. would really be the only source that could cleanse the sin of humanity correct so that that was always so I
1: think that's adequate
0: right so that was always powerful so then my then my head just kind of started to wander sure. and um as we do yes and I, it made me think of a tune mm-hmm. uh called bleed to love her okay by interesting uh Lindsey Buckingham of mm-hmm. Fleetwood Mac. Right. And John McVie of Fleetwood Mac also has a songwriting credit on it. Right. I don't know what his... He, he was the bass player for Fleetwood Mac. John McVie. Right. Lindsey Buckingham was a songwriter, guitar mm-hmm. player. Um, I don't know what John McVie's role in the song was, but he got, right. a, he got a writing credit. So right. So he, he did something. But anywho... So I... So I'm going to listen to that because I haven't heard it for a while. So I asked Siri because I'm driving.
1: Right. Good to ask Siri. You don't want to be touching the knobs. So
0: I I said, Siri, play Bleed to Love Her Mm -hmm. by Lindsay Buckingham.
1: Did Siri know it?
0: Siri knew it. So it came up. It came up. It didn't come up the version that I originally
1: Heard. heard. first. When you were a kid.
0: Uh, no, this... No, actually, the fir- this song uh, I first heard on a live album by them called The Dance. Oh, okay. And it was a reunion type of album that they did uh, after a long kind of hiatus right. and changes. And so they... And in fact, the story of this coming back together for this reunion... Sort of was centered around this song because he had invited m- members of the group into the studio to uh, record this song and maybe others for a solo album that he was working on. And so they, they thought since they, that kind of was the, the spark that got the reunion in mm-hmm. together that they would play something from that session. Gotcha. And, and this was the song. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to play a little bit of the intro for you. hmm Okay. Just so you can hear it and because it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And just okay. so as far as like uh, copyrights and stuff like that, we're allowed to play a tidbit without worrying That's about That's
0: my understanding. Copyright. That's my understanding. So we will not play the song in its entirety. But if you want to listen but to it, look it up. Bit, it's a good You can song. find it. Right. right. Um, this is just, like I said, for a, a visual aid.
1: audio Audio aid.
0: Yes. Audio aid. Okay. So we will uh, play a little part of that, and we will come right back to you. So that was a little bit of the intro of the song, mm-hmm. just to give you a taste oh, yeah. of what it sounds like. Uh, th- so this version that Siri pulled up, was a live version, solo live version, not Fleetwood Mac. Just Lindsey Buckingham playing in uh, his typical style, which is a, uh, a picking called Travis Picking. Travis Picking. It's a finger style picking. Lindsey Buckingham seldom, if ever, uses a pick in his guitar playing. Once in a while in the studio, maybe, but mostly it's a finger picking. And it is basically... The thumb will play out bass notes, and the other fingers, two or three fingers, will play like a melody. Oh, cool. So, uh, Lindsay's style is a little elevated where he tries to do all parts, bass, rhythm, and even a lead, all by this finger picking. Wow. So, basically, thumb. He's pretty good, huh? All his other fingers. He's a good guitar uh, player. Very good, yeah. So. his guitar hasn't been out of his case. Remember how he used to hold it when he played? Sure do. It's like an offering to God. Anyway, so that's how this live version is played, and uh, if you know of his style in general, he uh, he sings with a a passion and plays with a a a heavy passion and uh so the song i just was listening to it and i haven't heard haven't heard this version you know this solo version the first version i heard was with the band great loved it always liked like the song and uh so as i was listening and kind of reflecting on the lyrics of the Mm -hmm. song it got me to thinking that um, you know, this song could almost have been written by the Lord Jesus to his bride.
1: To the church. Yes. Yeah.
0: And it just it just made me think about that and that uh now it's it's confession time for me. Oh uh right now. Uh and you know this. I am not a huge fan of modern praise and worship music.
1: Relatable post, yeah.
0: Relatable post?
1: I can relate to
0: that. Oh, is that I what mean, the kids are saying these I days? Yes, I don't know. Relatable okay. post, you know. Well, anyways, I just am not. So I like when I can hear something in secular music that. Will make me think of God in a way, and you know, can relate, and it can be like a spiritual moment, right. almost. Yeah, uh, the song
1: does do that,
0: right? But I don't, I don't want to uh, imply in any way that this is what the song was written as.
1: I'm sure. It I, wasn't. I I would almost
0: bet a lot of money. If I was a betting person, that it's not okay. It's probably not a. It probably not was written in the perspective of Jesus singing to his bride. Bride.
1: Correct, I agree. Right, right.
0: I don't think it was. Right. Um. So, Lindsay, if you hear this, (laughs) I hope you're not offended. I'm a big fan. Big fan. And I think that most artists put their music out there, and. It probably usually will have a, uh, probably a, a meaning to them right. one way or another. Right. I think a lot of artists are open to the idea that their work will be um, interpreted different ways. Sure. It so, affects people. Right. Just
1: like any poetry. Right. It so, affects art on the wall. you right. know, The art gallery, the poetry, the all of that stuff is going to affect us differently. Right.
0: So that being said, I kind of want to just go through the song, mm-hmm. uh, look at the words, yeah. and just equate it to Christ's love Christ's for us, love for us um, biblical, love. Even, right. even biblical uh, references that can be drawn from it, mm-hmm. and uh, how, uh, like I was saying, something, <clears throat> in this case a song from the secular world mm-hmm. can... Gear us towards um, the Lord. Right. And and uh, touch something in our spirit. Right. So. Right.
1: Well, I think that that's very natural for us as believers who have the Holy Spirit. Things that speak to that spirit do just that. And things resonate with us that call to that spirit. So this song does that. And there are other secular things that do the same thing. You know, you may it may not have a spiritual undertone to it, but. By the artist, whether it's a TV show or a movie or a song or a poem, whatever it might be, we can draw from it. But I think that goes back to there's nothing new under the sun. True. There's nothing new under the sun. And people want to say that they have something new, but really God started it. It's It was God's in the first place. It still is God's. And
0: Well, right. And com- coming from a uh, biblical worldview... Things such as creativity, um, whether it be you know, writing, singing, playing music, creative endeavors are a, a reflection really, I think, of God. They mm-hmm. you know, a, a created creative God who created everything uh, created us with that ability and gift. I mm-hmm. believe to be able to uh, produce music. Hopefully, to to uh, turn back to him mm-hmm. and gift back to him what he has given us.
1: Well, that was the intent, I think. Yes,
0: and uh, until you fall. know, largely right. Um, the you know, Satan will take things like that and pervert them and distort them mm-hmm. to uh, to his use. And, right? Right. So anyways, um, so that's how this whole thing started. And then uh, I had you listen to it. Yes. And you had very similar reaction. Right. As soon as you heard it. And, and I hadn't
1: heard the song before. Right.
0: Yeah. And uh, if you did, you didn't remember hearing it. So mm.
1: um, I wasn't as a uh,
0: musical mus- savvy.
1: Uh, musically savvy. Okay, when I was growing up, I I liked Fleetwood Mac. Okay, but you know if I was going to pull out a tape, it was going to be Corey Hart.
0: Yeah, we won't go there, and I'm sure <laughs> we could pull something from his music. Oh, that maybe. would be I don't know. maybe have a spiritual overtone, and that, that's another thought that I had that I wanted to mention. Like even you know there are throughout. The creative culture, and even things that are not intended to be, uh, of a spiritual nature, mm-hmm. most a lot of things are playing off uh, like the good and evil uh, theme, mm-hmm. right? It may not be Satan and Jesus, but it could be uh, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader, dark versus light, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the, those those. Elements like that appear all the time in the Everything. Arts. The, yeah. Oh. So that struggle is timeless. True. And, and human. Well said. Right? Well said. So let's uh, get back into the tune. Okay. And so what we'll do is uh, we will play uh, like the first verse. Okay. And maybe into the chorus Mm -hmm. and then we'll come back and discuss it okay okay sounds good okay so that was the first line let me repeat those words for you just in case you may not have heard them clearly first line Mm -hmm. i looked up the phrase to steal away i've heard it before Mm -hmm. and it's basically um It can have several different sort of connotations, I guess. Mm -hmm. But mainly it's like sneaking away Mm -hmm. quietly, um, trying not to be noticed, I guess. Mm -hmm. So when I heard that, my thought was, uh, well, first of all, in hearing the song that, that first time when this all came about, I, I sort of mentioned earlier, like, okay, if you know, let's, Jesus is a singer songwriter mm-hmm. and he writes a song and it's, to me, it was kind of in the perspective of, it could even be, be before he was even in his his earthly form, before mm-hmm. incarnate. Right. Okay. The idea of the Trinity, mm-hmm. the the three persons in one, right. all one God, with three distinct persons, aspects, or persons that you know can act individually, but independent, but not yeah, right, but not independent, right. So like they they work in concert to be one God, right? Makes sense, yeah, kind of. Okay, Anyway, so so I can see. You know, Jesus knowing what his role is going to be, mm-hmm. right? And Scripture says all things were created by him and for him, right? Mm-hmm. And he, those who uh, are are called to him are going to be his, and, and again, Scripture refers to it as his bride. Right. In his church, right? So he's saying, you can almost just like, I'll be the one. I will bleed to love her. Right. You know, and then once again, she steals away. And that could be, you know, my bride is going to be, there's going to be times when they're not near me. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we do that. And of that. course, right. And that's the point. Like, right. And so we do that individually, of course. So, you know, at any given moment of all the people who make up mm-hmm. the bride of Christ, mm-hmm. some are real close to them, some are not. But, right. you know, this is kind of in general. No, right? I, you know I, yeah, I mean? right, so, right, exactly. So once again, she steals away, just think, right now, they're they're not near. Right. You know, they, they may... No, they need to be, but there's some reason why they feel like right. they need to sort of cower away. Right, and it's right.
1: interesting to me that he says, one, that it's... And this is, again, this is not Lindsay's take on the song that we know that of. That we know
0: of, right. And I also want don't want to forget, I don't know what John McVeigh's oh, part true. of the song was either. true, So I don't want to forget him, but I, I'm pretty... It's very Lindsay Buckingham. So right, I'm, but we've, we've but, made
1: those disclaimers. Right. And so thinking of it as okay the Lord is writing this song and it says once again once it once again that says that as humans as time on this earth we pull back from God I don't know why sometimes we do and the fact that we when something when somebody steals away they are kind of doing it in a kind of secretive sort of like, maybe not secretive, but you're stealing away. You're kind of like
0: sneaking secretive, away. Secretive, it definitely can't I mean, be. It's yeah. so secretive. Mm-hmm.
1: And, but God knows that. Right. So essentially, we really can't steal away from God because he always knows where we are and he always sees us and he always knows us. But here we are in our human mind thinking, okay, I'm going to go kind of off in my corner and be by myself and I'm going to Steal away, but we can't really steal away from God,
0: and and He knows. Kind of just coming back just a little bit to what I was saying before about you know this you know could have been written a pre you know pre-incarnate, um, you know before what what would be considered the the Church of Christ Mm -hmm. you know before Christianity, and you know since Christ was. They're in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So when we look at the old Testament, Israel mm-hmm. was also going through times where they were stealing away. Oh, sure. Right. There's like, it's all about, you know, uh, do follow my commands and things will go well and they don't. So what do they do? They steal away to, uh, there are other things. Well, no, not a, like. Well, I'm thinking of Jonah. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm thinking like all of Israel, other well, gods. Right, right, right. You know, right, right. And, True. and and and. Uh, True. You know, sometimes it may not be necessarily stealing away. Sometimes it's a blatant, uh, slap in the face. Like, yeah. you know, we're not following that. Right. You know, so. First line that was. Sort of the, a lot of the where thoughts I was. had on right. it. Yeah. Okay. Was there anything on that that you had a track on?
1: Me? Just what yeah. I said, just that we think we're stealing away and we're really not because God knows who we are and where we are and that it's once again. it's We do it more than once.
0: Right. So that was our dog barking, by the way. You probably Sorry. heard it in the background. That's going to take us to... The uh, the next uh, line in the song that we will play for you, and we'll be back to talk about that briefly. Okay, and so that line was: "This is a a coming back, like my people, my church, their whatever circumstance is, they're they're close, Mm -hmm. right? Right, and they want to." Connect. Right. Basically. Right. Um, any thought on that?
1: Uh nothing. I agree a hundred percent. Well, I shouldn't say nothing. I agree a hundred percent. Just uh that whole we reach back to the Lord and we want to be close to him and we want to um be near him and have that intimacy. That a kiss brings right
0: now, another thought I had about that uh was that Jesus and his humanness mm-hmm. and and knowing what was to transpire mm-hmm. that um that could have been a uh a grieving line of uh, particularly one of his. People was going to betray him with it, right? And um, yeah. so, yeah, that you know that that could have, that could bring up an emotion there too. Sure. So let's go on to the next uh, line and see what we come up with. So this section here, uh, two two lines really we we play together. Again, this section to me just you know the Lord saying that. There's this back and forth, but I love them so much. Right. You know, it's, it's breathtaking. Right. And eventually it'll literally take his earthly breath away. Yeah. You know, I
1: didn't see that the first time. And so, yeah.
0: And and then back to the bride or her in the song, pretending that she don't miss me again. That's like. Uh, to me, that just was like how we get into times where, you know, we're so into ourselves that we don't, you know, we barely give them a thought. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we know we we need him. him. Yeah. We know we need him. And, but because you know know
1: what, the Lord is not a knickknack.
0: No. That references one of our other episodes. It does. One, you know, just in case you didn't right. listen to,
1: and not to not to totally interrupt. Hopefully, I'm not like making you forget your train of thought. I make it. It makes me think of Hosea, the book of Hosea, where he is called to marry and love the the prostitute. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I forget her name at the moment, but he's called to love her, and she continually.
0: Isn't it one of them funny Bible names like Gomer or something like that? Uh, um,
1: um, Maybe it's Gomer, but I can't remember. I don't want to say the wrong thing. But she continually leaves him over and over again. She leaves him. But what does he do? He goes after her. He goes after her. He goes back to her. He gets her again. And um, this, this whole song, as you were talking about, how it really has a worship feel to it. That just is what I I think about that.
0: So that is, I guess, what would be the... Compile the first couple verses of the song, I guess. And then, uh, so we'll just play a little bit of the chorus so you can have a feel of that. So coming out of the chorus, and a repeat. So uh, that, you know, title the song, obviously, and the first part of the course I would is what kind of, I think led me to that, uh, thought of pre-incarnate Jesus. And like, um, just saying, I, I, I would almost like, I'll do it. I would bleed to love her. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I love my my people that much that I would, I would go that far to do it. Yep. And, uh, Because when we think about human relationships, uh, you know, man, and woman, the idea of bleeding for someone doesn't necessarily, to love somebody, doesn't generally take an act of bleeding, Mm -hmm. right? Um, You know, would I take a bullet for you? Sure. But it's because I love you. Right. Would I... You know, if I, what is, if I had to bleed to be able to love you, like, would I do that? Would anybody do that? Like, what, you know what I mean? I mean, it really wouldn't even, doesn't even sound like it's something that would be... Conceivable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what situation would, would, well, the only way you can love this person is if you bleed for them. Right. Right? Like, right. where does that come in? So... <laughs> So that's what I got from that. So I wonder if
1: he knows what he was saying here.
0: Lindsay Buckingham, yeah. I I don't know. I I don't know what uh, you know, songs come from a lot of different things. Yeah. And so maybe it's very possible he is familiar with I mean, he he probably is from at least familiar with Jesus, Jesus and, the, and yeah, and now where he is spirits I have no idea. But I, I would think that he at least knows of Jesus and what the claims are, so maybe that played a part in it. Mm-hmm. Whether you know anything that I've seen or heard about it, it, it is speculated, probably more so speculation than actually hearing from him. But right. but I, I believe it's just you know that that back and forth of a relationship.
1: Mm-hmm. It's interesting and, to me that anybody would, and this goes, to, I guess, basically what you were saying. Why would anybody equate the need for bleeding with love?
0: Well, I think that's an right.
1: ingrained God thing.
0: Well, yeah, spiritual. Well, I mean, when, it, when it comes to the the need of blood, it is it is in the, you know, uh scripturally anyways, in the context of. Um, the, the forgiveness of sin or the remission of sin, right? Mm -hmm. The, the, the sacrifices that we've spoke about previously Mm -hmm. to make atonement Mm -hmm. were, um, uh, were, were meant to point to the need, you know, the pen, the, the penalty of un, uh, atone for sin is death, right? Mm -hmm. Something had to die. Right. For that to happen. Right. But his so, his
1: comments about bleeding to love her. Right. That's that's a degree of love.
0: Right. That's a de- degree of love shown by the true God of the Bible. Right. Well, that's what I right. mean. That's
1: why I'm wondering, does he know what he's actually saying here?
0: Right. It may be. And like I said, we don't know for sure. Lindsay, if you hear this.
1: Let us know. Let us
0: know. We'd let love, us to know. love to hear from you. Oh, yeah, Talk exactly. to you about it. Yeah, I would love to. Let's go on. Okay, so that's basically encompasses the, I, I guess you'd call it the second verse, that series of lines there. There. So those lines very similar to the first verse that we kind of broke down. Just again that back and forth uh, reactions of, you know, us as the the bride of Christ mm-hmm. and a relationship with Him. Always being us to be the up and down, the, the you know, coming and going mm-hmm. and sort of forgetting about and or choosing to, you know, ignore or what have you. Right. So it's kind of a lot of the same thing there. So um, let's just let's move on to the next section, which uh, in the song will, will be the uh, chorus again. The bleed to lover, and we we talked about that, right? So we will we will go down to uh, what we'll call uh, the last verse or the or kind of the bridge of the song, and uh, play that. We'll hear that, and uh, probably break that down line by line, and take a look at it. Okay, so this last section we played, and what we'll do is uh, let me read all of them together. And then we'll take it line by line okay. and break it down. Okay, yeah. so, so let's start with the, uh, well, somebody's got to see this through, okay? That's um, first, clearly Jesus. Yeah, so first first of all, um, this, in this whole section, just a little interesting side note before we move on. So this verse, mm-hmm. or bridge or whatever we call it, it actually is used... In another song released by Lindsey Buckingham. Oh, really? Solo albums. Yes. Interesting. It's called uh, You Do or You Don't. And that song is clearly more of a. uh, Definitely a a man woman relationship thing Mm -hmm. and that back and forth. Right. So. I did see something about that, and it 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 kind of follows a very similar like progression mm-hmm. as far as chord, and uh, so this section was actually used in another song, and it really uh, in in the other song it it really stands out as something as lines unique to the rest of the song. Really, it's it's interesting. It blends in, they blend in much better with this. Maybe it's just because of the concept that we have the of it. The spiritual concept of yeah, it. But, yeah, but when the sacrifice takes on a whole nother meaning here, as we'll talk about. So, well, somebody's got to see this through. We we already said that's
1: Jesus. Yeah,
0: you know, uh, you know, half of this ordeal here is, Meaning, the bride half or my people are fallen, and I'm the way that they have to get back to God, mm-hmm. right? So there's an admitting ad, admitting that that somebody's gonna somebody's gonna do it,
1: right? And and, and, well, has, like, to, and has
0: to see it through. Mm-hmm. Looking at that from God's human perspective, right? At now. We can look at this as he's on earth now, Mm -hmm. facing the actual physicality of of that. Right. Okay. Right. That's where I went with this.
1: Right. And let me ask the question, what is this? It makes me think, oh, so somebody's got to see this through. What is this? And that's kind of, I think, what you were referring to. Yeah. The the sacrifice. Right. Like this.
0: Yeah. This, this, uh,
1: need for redemption
0: right this this becoming of the bride mm-hmm. right how I see it how you know I thought of it is mm-hmm. um, you know again if you look at it and you know just say like two parties involved you, mm-hmm. you got God and you got a fallen people right mm-hmm. and instead of God saying which you could very well do you know he said, I can just Wipe them away and forget about uh-huh. it. But he's saying, I love my creation so much. Right. And here's how I get them back. Uh-huh. Somebody's got to go through this process. Right. Right.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And so the next line here is an interesting one, um, especially in the other song. Uh-huh. But uh, is uh, when. From from the beginning, mm-hmm. and I'm even talking prior to incarnate, incarnate Christ, right. of his people, mm-hmm. uh, the Israelites and the Christian church have often been subject to ridicule, you, you know, the butt of jokes, mm-hmm. you know, um, you name it. Yep. And not... You know, even in the midst of persecution when, you know, uh, there were people laughing when the early church was fed to the lions. It was entertainment, mm-hmm. right? And God's saying, uh, right now, you know, in this moment, you're, you're kind of the, you know, you are not liked because of me. But, you know, that's going to be different. Because of me right. and your love and belief and faith in me, right? Right. That's going to be different. So then we get to the next line. Yeah. Somebody's got to sacrifice.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting.
0: That is, now, you know, I mean, in a relationship, it's not unusual. You know, both, you know, Right, both people have to sacrifice something, right? Right, for it to work. Yes. So that's that's can be taken, you know, definitely in a secular perspective as well. But when you're talking about bleeding, right, bleeding to love her, and somebody has to sacrifice, that's in this context, that's different. So that's you know again uh, that's god saying somebody's got to be a sacrifice mhm and it's it's me yeah you know jesus is saying i'm here this is what right. i am here this is to my do. purpose right right you know this is what what it's coming down to right if this whole thing's going to turn out right
1: yeah that's kind of crazy
0: why the sacrifice so this whole thing can turn out right mm mm-hmm. mhm if we're to be the bride of Christ, mm-hmm. when we are made whole together with Him again in eternity, turning out right means righteousness. Yeah. Right now we are we are covered by His righteousness, mm-hmm. but at that time we will be made righteous. Right. So that was very when I got first and got to this section I was like wow
1: yeah jaw-dropping
0: yeah that is um pretty powerful and, and and i hearing the passion and his voice mm-hmm. when he's singing, especially the the choruses yeah. and at the end it, it's just a repeat of uh the chorus basically mm-hmm. I would bleed to love her bleed to love her and he, and just uh you know, his voice just gets high, you know, really passionate and quiet and then back to kinda mm-hmm. strong again. Yeah. Till the end. Right. And uh
1: and I just saw this as Jesus tells us like, how many times does he say
0: We need to love her
1: to love her over and over and right. over and over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Right. just like the Lord does for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Not that he has to continue to bleed to love oh, us. no, but he tells but, us. Right.
1: It's available. It's,
0: it's, it's always, when, when we take communion at church, that's a reminder of how right. he bled to love us. and Yeah. You know, and just that, that whole idea, well, not even idea, that whole fact yes. of what took place, you know. Right. So, that was uh, my... Um, Surprise worship song that I didn't yeah. expect to have that morning, and like I confessed earlier, that the like I said, I'm not a fan of modern praise and worship music. So I like when I can find
1: yeah, oh, I something do too.
0: that brings me close to God in more of a, a style that I like. Right, I find. like it for so, you.
1: I was very glad when you showed me this song because I learned. I like oh well, I like a lot of music too, but I do I am more of a fan of the contemporary worship than you are, but um I love when I hear stuff like this.
0: hmm I like so, being able to
1: take the secular and seeing how the Lord moves in it even because that just tells me that he's inescapable.
0: It's a reminder that he is always there. hmm Ever present. Amen. And can use whatever. Yep. And, but it also can be a reminder too that the enemy Satan can use whatever. Mm-hmm. And so just a, a, a reminder to be on the lookout. Yeah. A little warning.
1: Yeah. Right? Right. I'm glad we know the word to see the beauty of this song in a way that glorifies God.
0: Right. And like I said, I, this has been one of my favorite songs for a long time and it never hit me that way until right that reminder of that uh, Sandy Adams, the pastor who, who did that mm-hmm. and making that comparison of the different gods and mm-hmm. saying, well, you know, here's what's really in essence saying, here's what's different about this God. Right. Right. That, uh, let me he bled to love us. yeah. Let me get the exact quote. Only one God bleeds for His people. Right. I'm. I mean that statement. Yeah. The other ones require bleeding, or you know, uh, and the you know the sacrifices offered to other gods mm-hmm. were you know believed to be selfish offerings to a. Uh, let me say offerings to a very selfish God. Yeah. Right. That they demanded, you know, blood and death, not for forgiveness. Right. But, you know, out of greed or what have you, mm-hmm. you know. Now, of course, the people thought if by doing that, it would it would please them. Right. To gain something. You right. Know? But, you know, the difference is. The sacrificing of the Old Testament was all pointing to what we were talking about really today. Right. The single sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And that sacrifice really put on the altar was God himself. Amen. So.
1: He bled to love us.
0: He did. So it begs the question. Did your God bleed for you?
1: My God bled for me.
0: Mine too. How about you? Let us know. So I think that's what we'll call this episode. We'll ask it. It'll be, the title will be a question. Okay. Did your God bleed for you?
1: Oh, I like that. My God bled for me.
0: Living Through the Giving There, Episode 3. Did your God bleed for you? Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time.